We are joined by Amanda Lang, host of Taking Stock with Amanda Lang on BNN Bloomberg, also seen on CP24, CTV News Channel, and heard here on News Talk 1010. She joins us on Fridays to talk about finance and business. Amanda, always a pleasure. Good morning. Uh, the big economic and finance story this week would be the Bank of Canada hiking the central bank rate by another 0.25%. The suggestion is that that's it for now, but it's, you know, it's kind of like taking a pill for pain. You don't know how long it's going to take. Well, that's exactly right. And the problem with that, of course, is the pain will continue until the pill kicks in. So what the bank has said is, now we think we might hold. Remember they said that last time? So they've left themselves a little out that if things don't continue to improve, they will hike again. So we should we have to asterisk this a little bit because at the last meeting, they also said they might be holding. But this feels more like a place they're going to pause, assess how the previous rate hikes have, have done and when they start to work through and take effect. But meantime, everybody's mortgage rates and, and loan rates stay at this level. It's not as though the pain stops just because they stop raising. So we could stay here for months. We could stay here for a very long time. I don't want to say longer than months, but uh, we don't know when the bank will start to lower again. This might be a bit of a new normal. And that's the reality check for people because we've been, I think we've been feeling like we just have to get through this sort of hump, but that we're actually at a plateau here and, and now we've got to settle in for a while. Well, and it is interesting to reflect on how many years we were almost on a borrowing holiday, I, you know, and I was mm-hmm. able to take out mortgages and pay the bulk of them off during a time where money costs nothing. And now everyone's panicking over 4.5, which is quite a normal central bank rate. Yeah, and we should we have to keep it all in perspective. Uh, there are definitely people, and the most vulnerable took, and there's a big cohort of them who took out mortgages in 2021. Uh, so, top of a housing market, and uh, you know, near bottom of uh, of interest rates. It was a worst case scenario. Those are the folks that are hitting their trigger rates that are now uh, you know faced with really hard choices about what they're going to do. A lot of Canadians were already in mortgages before all of this. They uh, have equity in their homes. They bought their homes before the massive 50% run-up in home prices in the pandemic. So it's a different story for a lot of Canadians. We focus a lot on the on the kind of the marginal players that are the most dramatic, but that's not the bulk of us. The bulk of us own homes, have mortgages, but we paid off some of the mortgage. So it's a slightly different story. Still makes our monthly bill more expensive and our our. Uh, otherwise spending money go down, which does have an economic uh, knock-on effect. But this isn't a story of a bloodbath out there. Meanwhile, a new study finds that the average person spends 72 minutes a day um, commuting, in which case, if they're working from home, they're saving 72 minutes. That's not small change. It sort of starts to quantify what we already all, all knew, which is the pandemic showed us what it means not to move around so much and what we gain. Um, what was interesting to me about that is how we split it up. Uh, and some of it goes to our job, which again, workers would have told you that if it takes you five seconds to walk over to a desk and sit down, you're at work a lot faster. But it also is the benefits to our lives, right? The ability to do things that we want to do separate from work uh, with our time. And this is why you're getting that real intractability on return to work. Uh, we're starting to see more 
employers digging in and saying you have to go back. And one place we're going to see this really um, show up is, of course, with uh, federal civil servants, because a lot of them are are really digging in on those commutes. Yep. And it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out with the unions. They've got 120,000 workers with a strike mandate in the months ahead. So we may face some real serious issues around this uh, as we look down into spring. I almost wonder if in the future, and maybe this round of negotiations would be where it might happen, um, working from home, you'd be paid a little less in consideration of the fact that you don't have to commute, that it's a preferable lifestyle, but that, you know, if that the savings should be passed on. Interesting thought. I mean, it's right at the moment what the market is doing. This is anecdotal, but we've actually seen people saying, that's fine. I'll commute. But if you want me to come to the office, but you have to pay me to commute. In other words, my my pay should start the minute I leave my house, Hmm. which is not how we used to think about things. You're going the other way and saying, fine, if we're going to quantify this. I'm going to keep it. Uh, it, So once it's an interesting proposition, John, because once workers actually do put a dollar value on that, you can bet employers will, too. Uh, So, yeah, maybe there will be a lower and maybe there should be because we save a lot of money. Right. By staying at home, as we all saw in pandemic. So where does that money go? Yeah. So on the show, uh, you're looking at managing debt and avoiding payday loans. Yeah, we've got two great interviews today um, with one with an insolvency trustee. And the big point here is people come to these folks too late. You should go to them. If you need help, go talk to a, a you know somebody who can walk you through it. But there's lots of help before that. And his point uh, that I think is really important is we often don't know our options. Things like you can pay your rent a little rate or you can negotiate something with somebody or you can borrow. You know, you didn't know you could borrow from somebody, but you can. But try to find all of your options. There's some, there are online sources for this. There are experts who will help you for free. Not a lot of them, but they're out there. Uh, and the point is not to find yourself in, you know, at the very end of your tether, and then your only option is solve insolvency or bankruptcy. Because you know, a second thing on how you might access your pay early, because these payday loan places, these uh, short-term loans, high-interest loans, are just a scourge on on people. Oh, yeah. They really do trap people into this this cycle of hell. Uh, and there is a federal review of the rates they charge. I don't know what will come of it, but there's some hope that we'll see some movement because it's really hard on people and often, as we know, the most vulnerable people. Thanks a lot, Amanda. Always a pleasure on a Friday and look forward to seeing you tonight. Thanks, John.